all right welcome to another tuesday of unbiased as i'll always say objective discussion this is village square your result oriented and solution driven program a program where we talk where we discuss local issues with global perspective village square is brought to you by tech and peace decks and supported by church in action netherlands i am gloria pal your village headmistress and i'll be assisted by julius abimuku good morning once again and you're welcome Today I have someone very interesting in the studio who will be discussing something, um, an issue someone would say has been overflogged, but no, I don't think it's been overflogged. Um, it's no other person than Noskizito, popularly known Noskizito. Well, Noskizito, can you just introduce yourself? Yeah, good morning, listener. Good morning, everybody, and thank you. Taken Peace Dex for this opportunity to be part of the village uh, square meeting and I'm glad to be here. My name is Noskizito, as you said. I work with the uh, Plateau State Hostels Management Board and uh, I'm a nurse, I'm a midwife and a public health expert and we've, this is not my first time of being in this studio. We've been here severally to talk on issues bordering on health and how people can take care of themselves and uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you very much. So today, Noskizito is going to be our global villager. So you're welcome to the global village. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be talking on something, as I said earlier, the prevalence of cholera. Mm. Yes, cholera, some people, it's funny that someone doesn't even know what cholera is. Some people just see it as that one chew that affects somebody and, you know, and all of that. Mm. Please, I'll ask you. To tell my to tell me and my villagers give us an overview of what cholera is yes uh, cholera is a bacterial infection and uh, first emerged and discovered in 1817 so you can you can see that i think almost everybody by now is not alive 1817 to death we're in 2021 so it's it's it's, it's a disease that emanated uh, from the ganges delta with an outbreak in India and uh, Sri Lanka and you know it, it, it found its way and spread all over the world and it, it, it's one of the, the diseases that uh, kills faster and it's, 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 it's found among us and uh, it's so common such that you eat fruits that are contaminated with this particular type of bacteria without washing it properly and you ingest it uh, the, the, the bacteria that is when you know it, it it tends to tamper with the digestive system and you start vomiting passing watery stool we call it rice uh, rice water stool like you saw watery and as that person is passing that particular stool you you, you discover that uh, it, it, it can spread because if the stool is not passed in the right way and you know there is flood of water you know it can take it from one point to the other and if the person touches that particular stool it means then you you've picked the bacteria on your hand and if you touch another surface you've already spread the bacteria in that particular place and paraventually you eat in the same plate with the person and the person has that particular bacteria in his hand or her hand and the person eats without washing his or her hand what the other person can pick up the bacteria and as i said you discover that once it enters the, the system, somebody starts passing water stool, the person will be vomiting. And before you know it, the person gets so dehydrated with, 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 with manifestation of flappy skin. Like mm -hmm. you, 
if you don't rush the person to the hospital on time, sometimes it's even hard for us, the health personnel, to even locate the veins to start transfusing the person. So, but then, if you are quick to take the person to the hospital and is attended to prompt, uh, promptly, the, 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 the chances of uh, survival is, 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 is quite high. So, it's, it's rampant about uh, among us and it quite as a result of, you know, unhygienic kind of lifestyle that can make the bacteria to keep spreading and keep infecting a lot of people left, right and center. And at a point in time, if you go to a particular community or setting and that particular outbreak is there and they do not tear me down by ensuring proper hygiene, as I said, mm. proper sanitation, you wash your fruits, you, you, you boil your water. If you cannot boil water and you have chlorine, you put it inside the water so that you take good uh, uh, source of the source of water you're taking it should be a good source of water maybe cook if you cannot cook it you put chlorine if you don't have the chlorine the best form of treating the water is to boil the water it kills the bacteria so then you discover that it becomes almost like it, it almost everybody in that particular community will be infected with the the, 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 the the bacteria and that is why sometimes you discover that a public health expert has to key in and go to that particular community and start educating the people about the need to be hygienic ensure that you 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 have proper kind of uh, sanitation ensure that you advise the people to wash their hands properly ensure that if you must eat fruits like mango you know italy and whatever make sure that you wash it with salt you know it uh, salt is uh, i think almost every household have uh, can have access to salt and we do use it to cook so that same salt if you wash whatever fruits vegetables with it it you 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 can kill the bacteria and from there you break the chain of infection that ordinarily if you don't do that you keep infecting other people around you and in the surrounding. Thank you very much for that. It's so wonderful. I like the mm. way you explained. You mm. went further. You 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 cleared the air for us. Thank now, you so much. Um, you made mention of the fact that it kills fast. Yes. How fast? You know, I, it depends on the person because when you're vomiting and passing loose stool, you lose lot and lot and lot of uh, uh, water that is supposed to maintain, to supposed to, to make you hydrated. Mm -hmm. Now, by the time you are dehydrated, your blood pressure drops immediately. You get the point. Now, once once your blood pressure drops to a certain extent, you know, one can pass on. But then, if the vomit, as you're vomiting and passing that loose stool, once you're taken to the hospital, they start rehydrating you, meanwhile looking for other medications that can support that particular uh, uh, hydration with, with uh, uh, fluids. You get the point. Now, as you're, you're passing the stool and you're vomiting, another water is being, you know, it's it, replaced. It, it replaced in the system. So failure to take the person to the hospital quickly, it's what is what, what kills people faster. But if you have access to a, a hospital and you, you're, you're close to a health facility that can attend to you promptly, then. So are you saying that once you, you, you notice someone has this, yes. for those that are able to, uh, ascertain that this is cholera there's no form of um, first aid given to the person before you take the person to the hospital yes you can start with uh, you, you, you start drinking water but of course you know that you are vomiting okay. but sometimes we advise that you know if if, if you can have access to uh, ORT oral radiation therapy okay. just take it even as you are vomiting sometimes we believe that you cannot throw everything out so but then at that point in time, you know you will be weak. Mm. 
you get the point. So the person, if you don't have any source of help, but then that's the only way you can rehydrate the person. At least let the person keep drinking water. But then, you know, you're, you're already vomiting and passing loose stools. So the fastest thing you can do and think of is to rush the person to the nearest hospital. That 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 will save the person faster than you stay at home and maybe be taking flagil and you know you know be be, be giving yourself self treatment and other things. You know, it's it's it, if if you can do that, fine. But then, the 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 thing, the, the first thing you can do is to think of how to get to the nearest primary healthcare center or any secondary hospital close to you. And that's why we do advise that in this time that we have the outbreak, mm. every health facility should have access to emergency treatment related to cholera. Since we have it on the plateau, it then shows that every primary healthcare center, because almost every village have a primary healthcare center, they should be equipped with the necessary medications that you can start taking care of the person. But if it's getting out of hand, that you feel your facility cannot be able to to, to, to take care of the person, there's what we call referral uh, 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 centers. Now, from the primary healthcare center, you can take the person to maybe a cottage hostel or any other hostel that is a bit higher than yours. If you are in the village, in the rural areas, you can transport the person to the, 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 the primary health care center at the ward level. There you can have maybe more uh, medications and more health experts that can attend to the person. And if it pass their own level, they can transport the person to... In Plateau State, we have cottage hostels and general hostels in almost all the local government except Lantang South, Kainke and Riomi already has been commissioned. Okay. So ordinarily there were three and I know Lantang South, the hostel has been, it's, it's already at level of commissioning so that will be open. Then the other one in Kainke is also under uh, construction. So by that, by that, by that, it then means that we have at least a bigger hostel that can handle the cases. So before you do the referral, at least at the primary health care center, you start rehydrating the person. The person can be in the car and it's still have the drips on, mm -hmm. you know. So sometimes maybe the health workers in that particular health facility can help in transporting the person alongside the, 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 the family members. But as I said, once you're taking care of anybody that have cholera infection, mm -hmm. it then means that whatever immediately you touch the person you have to wash your hand and avoid touching surfaces without washing your hand that other people can have access to you get the point you don't open the door as you're going out without washing your hand and but eventually you discover that you've touched the door without washing your hand wash your hand come back and make sure you sterilize that particular door before somebody will come and use his or her hand and yes, get and himself infected. infected so before we get to the transmission now uh, yes. I, I need clarification on you just touched on it yeah is it that whenever you just notice your stooling loose to then you begin to treat for for cholera or what are the specific symptoms for this um, disease. Yes, the specific symptoms are the vomiting and the, 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 the passage of a loose stool. We okay. call it rice water stool. Very loose, watery in nature. But sometimes it's not every vomiting and passage of loose stool that is cholera. And that is why in the hostel you pick the stool and you do what we call uh, uh, a microscopic culture and sensitivity test. They grow the the stool and you know it, it, it then it then pick that particular bacteria and if we discover that it is the bacteria that causes cholera mm -hmm. of course you 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 are you are now sure that this person has what we call cholera but then being as it may once somebody is vomiting and passing loose stool any health personnel it comes to your mind you you suspect it and you treat as the symptoms present themselves okay. you get the point as the person is vomiting you definitely does, does the symptom vary 
Yeah. Um, okay. It, it, yeah. No. But the common symptom is vomiting and passage of loose okay. stool. Okay. But you get the point. But yes. you know, depending on individuals react to 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 to, to things differently. Yes. I might eat fruits that has the bacteria. I might not react fast uh, fast enough. Maybe like after two hours, or maybe after some some minutes, somebody will start vomiting and passing loose stool. But another person will stay longer than the other person. So depending on the individual. But as I said. Once you notice that the treatment, whether it is as a result of typhoid fever, is as a result of uh, food poisoning, the treatment guidelines are almost the same. Well, you start rehydrating the person and you look for what to try to stop the vomiting and passage of the loose stool, you get a point. Because as I said, once you're passing that loose stool and vomiting at the same time, if care is not taken, your blood pressure will drop significantly. And once it drops down so to, to, to a certain level, the person might even pass on. So it's you treat the person as the symptoms present. Meanwhile, you don't just treat only for malaria, for, 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 for the cholera. Mm -hmm. Other tests can be carried out. Mm -hmm. It could be typhoid, it could be malaria. So you, you, you get the person tested and place the person on medication so that by the time the person is leaving the hospital, even if the person came in with a, a, a cholera and you discover that they are a, a test positive for, for, for malaria, why not you go ahead and treat even the, the malaria so that as the person is going back, he shouldn't go back and go home and come back because the malaria has grown to a significant level that he or she cannot contain it. Mm -hmm. You get it. So the treatment guidelines are almost the same. But then hygiene, yeah. hygiene, hygiene should be the key factor in that particular aspect. Yeah. So, you know, there's this um, notion or this norm that people believe that um, cholera is um, caused by flies. And you kept mentioning bacteria, bacteria, bacteria. Can you tell us, is this thing about the flies true? It is not caused by the flies, but the flies can pick the bacteria. Okay. Assuming somebody that has cholera pass stool and flies gathered on that particular stool, they pick the bacteria from that particular stool and go to the tree, drop it on the mango or on the italy yes. or on whatever. You get the point. Or even the women that are selling all these uh, fruits on the street, selling meat, selling uh, things, you know, they put it on their head. It's not covered. So the flies can pick it from the stool, drop it on that particular fruit. And when somebody buys the fruit and the person not wash the fruit properly with salt, you know, to kill the bacteria on that fruit and you consume that particular fruit, that is when you get the cholera. Okay. So so the, 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 the flies are one of the the, the, the the carriers. They carry the bacteria from one point to the other. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we cannot say they are the major cause, but they help in you know okay. transporting the bacteria okay. from one point to the other because i know someone that said she will never take mango because she feels mango is the cause of cholera no, so no, no. we just um, and i'm very sure that some people you get some people where they think say now mango they cause cholera talk as soon as i hear our nurse don't talk and say no be no be no only be mango, mango. yes mm. so you get plenty things like that you get the bacteria away fly they help carry drop for here you might if you buy anything you know wash them that's okay cholera go come jam you so we were talking and i caught you um, mm. let's go back to that the okay. mode of transmission of this bacteria now let's hear how um, it's been transmitted from one person to another so you know it's it's it, in 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 biology we call it like the life cycle of the bacteria yeah. so assuming uh, mr a has uh, 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 the bacteria the cholera mm -hmm. and the person passed to and rain wash the stool through the gutters through and flies pick the stool and la land it, land it on the fruits that we're talking of whether it is mango it is italy it is guava it is a a, a banana mm -hmm. now 
another person now eats that particular fruits without washing it the person get infected with the 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 the, the, the cholera and the person go past tool you know or use his or her hand to eat without washing his or her hand so it's a cycle so it keeps transmitting the bacteria it can be transmitted by humans it can be transmitted by the flies we're talking of we can be transmitted through eating uh, on wash uh, or not properly wash uh, 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 fruits it can be transmitted through water and that is why we said if you live in an environment the hygiene level should be as high as anything all the the, the guidelines we've been observing for covid-19 if we can apply that through apply most of them on cholera we can cut the transmission chain because what, what i mean by cutting the transmission chain is Mr. A has the bacteria. Mm -hmm. If the person can take caution that he or she washes his or her hand, touch any plate, you make sure you wash it, you pass tool, you make sure that it's in the right place and you, you, you clean the surface. Now, you don't allow yourself to get contaminated and you don't allow yourself to contaminate other people by shaking hands with an unwashed knowing quite well that you're infected with the, 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 the cholera. Because if you shake somebody's hand and the person go ahead and touch his or her mouth or go and eat without, you know, washing the, the, the hands. So you keep transmitting the, the bacteria and many people will be infected. So in a particular community, what happens is once you discover that there is cholera outbreak, mm -hmm. what you try to do is to make sure that you get the people that are infected with the, the cholera treated by transporting them to a health facility. And you also make effort to cut the transmission chain. Cutting the transmission chain means whatever it is in that community, you advise the people to live a highly hygienic life. They should make sure they boil their water, whether it is well water or any water in their at home before they drink it. They you make sure that all the fruits they want to eat in that particular community, they wash it properly with salt before they eat it, and they wash their hands regularly. You get the point. And the sanitation level in that community should be so 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 high because you go to almost every Angwa, you discover that they have a lot of unclean gutters. You know what mm. uh, gutters passing here, there, and and sometimes you go to most of our Angwas, it's not properly laid out. Yes. You discover that you know people bath and the water flush out, and you know a whole lot, and you know a lot of things. So the hygiene level is so poor, you see contaminated waters, you know, aiding the survival of the bacteria and aiding the survival of even malaria and aiding the survival of a whole lot of things. So you discover that apart from the cholera, mm. all those activities, if somebody has even typhoid, yeah. you can pick it up from the person's stool in case the, the person's stool touches the water or it touches the foods we're taking off. So it's the hygiene takes care of almost everything regarding cholera, typhoid, and even the malaria. Because if your community is so clean, survival of malaria parasite will be so difficult. If there is no contaminate, uh, stagnant water in the community, where will the malaria uh, stay? Mm -hmm. And if you have a lot of bushy areas like on cut grasses, mm -hmm. you know, surrounding your house and other things, is a breeding ground for, for all those things. Mm -hmm. So by the time you make sure that your environment is clean, by the time you make sure that you you live a highly hygienic like kind of lifestyle by the time you make sure that in a community you have you are, you are in consonant with each other that we need to protect ourselves because an injury to one person that has cholera can transmit it to the whole community in that particular area so you're not only protecting yourself you're protecting your children protecting your neighbors protecting the entire community so that is how it is so 
the transmission can be from human to human, can be from flies to human, can be from fruits to human, can be from, you get it, from anything that is contaminated yeah. with uh, the, the cholera, and you pick it, and you do not observe the hygienic kind of lifestyle I'm talking of, you can pick, and you can get, you can so, be infected with the cholera. So most of the transmission is ingested? Ingested. Okay. It's when you ingest it, yes. then it goes to, you know, tamper with the, 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 the system in the body, mm. and that's when you start vomiting, you start passing loose stool, and all whatnot. Okay. So we are still having this the issue of cholera and the outbreak, and then we we, we are let's look at um, the COVID nineteen. You made mention of it earlier. Okay, okay. Now we had these guidelines: wash your hands, yes. sanitize your hands, wear your uh, mask, and all of that. Why do we still have this the prevalence of uh, cholera? What happened? You know that it it, it it then shows that we've not been you know uh, taking care of whatever we we, we we say about the covid 19 mm -hmm. because ordinarily if everybody washes washes her hands you make sure that you wash your fruits and other things whoever has the the the, the, the cholera as i said the transmission chain can be broken mm -hmm. you get it so it then means that yes we've been preaching about uh, a, a cholera we've been preaching about covid 19 mm -hmm. so it then means that We've not been observing the protocols wholeheartedly. Okay. So, but this um, outbreak, is it a yearly thing? Must we always have it every year? We're not supposed to have it every year. But then it means that there is a particular season that this outbreak tends to be so rampant. Okay. This is a time that you see a lot of flies, left, right, and center everywhere. Mm. You get the point. Now, this is a t season that you have a lot of fruits. The mango you're talking of, this yeah. is the season. Mm. And you see a lot of fruits, you know, flying left, right, and center. But then, it is not a bad thing. We should be happy and be joyous, like in Plateau State, that we have fruits yeah. to eat, mm. you know, mm. because many states do not even have access to all these things. So these things are, are a blessing to us, but we shouldn't allow the blessing to turn to what can you know uh, uh, to consume us by making sure that we wash the fruits before we eat them with salt boil our water before we eat we we, we 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 take them and we make sure that we cook our foods well you get the point and we make sure that we wash our hands we don't we make sure that we don't allow our plates outside that flies can you know dance on them you know some there are people that can eat in the morning the the, the plates will be outside you see flies moving up and down inside the flat uh, the, the, the 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 plates somebody will come back you don't wash the plates properly you use it to fetch food and eat you know so a whole lot of things so those simple simple kind of hygienic lifestyle that we tend to neglect them are what is is, is what is causing us problems you get the point yeah. so if we can maintain the hygienic level make sure that we, everything that we touch is clean you know safe wash our hands drink good water okay. by boiling it yeah. if we have access to chlorine we'll put it inside the water mm -hmm. all these things then it go ahead to you know kill all these bacteria and most of the viruses that we're supposed to be infected with mm -hmm. can be killed through all those kind of lifestyle so hygiene is key very key my people, as you hear, oh, hygiene is very, very key. So take safe. care of your environment, mm, what yeah. you take, what you drink. Make sure you take care of yourself. Mm. Well, it's been a wonderful time. We've been talking with Noskizito and we're looking at the prevalence of cholera. Mm. We shall go on a short break. When we come back, we'll continue. Let's take a short break.
Welcome back from that short break. As I said earlier, we've been talking with Noskizito and we were talking about the prevalence of cholera. We we're talking of how we can prevent it, even though we are yet to start talking about the prevention, but we've spoken about what cholera is and what causes it and how it's been transmitted. Well, the studio lines to call us remain 081 I'll take that slowly. 081 Please, when you call to profile your solutions, turn down your, the volume of your radio set, move away from it, and then go straight to the point. Tell us your name, your location, and what you want to contribute. Thank you. So we have a caller. Hello? 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 Please, Hello. we can't hear you. Can you move away from your radio set? Hello? Uh, we lost that call. Hello. 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 How far? Good morning. Morning. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Ah, your name, please, and your location. Huh? Tell us your name and your location. Hello. Hello. We can hear you. All right. Please do call us. Hello. Back. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, presenter. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, seriously, I appreciate this program. Um, I'm somewhere from Abatua. You're what? Somewhere from Abatua. Okay, somewhere. Please go ahead. Um, I want to contribute. Okay. We need to need sensitization about this uh, sickness, especially the little children. Mm. Yes. Okay. Because you find out that uh, these children, they have been purging, but they will not tell their parents to be hiding it. Mm. All right. They are like they have been having this sickness, so they need sensitization even in the schools. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hello. Hello. All right, please do call us back. Hello? Hello, good morning. Hello? Hello, good morning. Hello? Hello, we can hear you. Good morning. Au revoir. Fine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. It be like say this our phone lines they get wahala this morning. All right, hello. Good morning, my sister. Good morning, our guest. Good morning. Good morning. Okrafo. Okay. Okrafo. Hello, we can hear you. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Hello. Hello, we can hear you. All right. I think that was Mazi Patrick. Okorafo. Yeah. So please call us, please, my Mazi. All right. Thank you very much. So just before we went on that break, we spoke about the transmission, as we said earlier. Mm. Um, I would like to ask now. Mm. 
what is there a specific, a specific um, population that are affected by cholera? Yes, you, 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 if you look at the trend of uh, infection of cholera. Okay, we have a call. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Alright, we lost that call. I think it's still Mazi. Mazi, please call us back. Thank you. So, sorry. So, as, as I was saying, if you look at the trend of uh, infection of uh, cholera, you discover that it's, it's, it's mostly in, in, in communities that the hygiene level is so, so poor. Okay. Because if you look at their source of drinking water, most times it's uh, well water. And if you ask and make surveys, you discover that they don't get to cook, uh, boil the water before they take them. And you, you discover that uh, most of the fruits we've been taking off, you know, uh, instead of washing them with salt and water to clean them. Okay. Instead of washing them with salt and water to kill whatever kind of bacteria that is can, that might be present on that or found on that particular fruit, they don't get to 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 to, to do that. Mm -hmm. And and you know this one funny thing about this cholera uh, bacteria, sometimes people don't get to know that they have them. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, once somebody is infected, you continue to shed cholera bacteria in your stools for like seven to fourteen days. You, you, you know, and uh, cholera usually cause mild, as I said, we say it cause a mild to moderate kind of diarrhea. And uh, people that, you know, start passing that kind of stool and, you know, the, the vomiting, depending on the individual, if it's, it, it, it happens immediately or some people will stay for days before it gets to manifest. But once you, a, a carrier of the bacteria, you have it in your body, you keep transmitting them. And somebody talk about children. Of course. If okay, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yes, Okra for Patrick's my name. Mazi, I'm calling from Oblo, the National Center of Religion. Good morning, our guest. Yeah, good morning, sir. <laughs> I wish to call on the Minister of Health yeah. and the authority within the environment to start a debate during this rainy season, or sure, during any rainy season, and all this is enough food. Because if you take statistics, you see that. Between January and today, as you're talking, mm. the number of the number of people that are reported of cholera, they are too much compared mm. with past years. Sure. So there's need for constant enlightenment. And I just try Hello. Hello. Oh, we lost Mazi. We were making some some very important um, contributions. If you can call us back, let's get what you have to say. Um. Yes, I, as I was saying, you know, somebody talked about uh, children passing loose stool, but they don't get to talk to their parents about it. So I think it's it, it is something that as as parents, you know, of comes, we need to, to 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 look inward and know what to do about it. There should be a good communication between you and your children that whatever happens to them, they should mm. be able to open up and tell you. We get a point. So it, it then means that we need to 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 close the gap in in, in, in the relationship that we have Hello. with our children. Hello. Yeah, as I was saying. Yeah. The cholera, the statistics for this year. Yes. Are numbered. Start of last year. Hello. Hello. 
what's happening? So, so uh, as as I said, because the symptoms in children is the same with the symptoms found in adults, from severe drowsiness to fever to convulsions and to coma. Mm -hmm. And uh, if, uh, if 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 going by what the caller first caller said about uh, sometimes, yeah, the children don't get to tell their parents that uh, they are passing loose stool, and be before you know it, maybe if the condition gets worse, you know, sometimes some children don't want to complain because they don't want to take uh, the medication. Mm -hmm. But however, whatever it is, you get it. We need to tell our children close the, 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 the relationship gap that exists between us and them they should confide in us and let us know mm -hmm. no matter what they feel mm -hmm. you should know whether they when, when they are happy and when they are not and you should know when they are eating well and when they are not eating well you should know when you know the, something is wrong with them so it, 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 the communication by physical, verbal communication or by, by, by looking at the person, you should weigh the, the mood of the person and ask questions. And we should keep on asking our children, educate them about the, 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 the need to maintain a high level of hygiene, whether they are in school or at home or in the community, because they tend to play a lot. And, you know, we talk about the hygiene even in the community. By yeah. the time that you have heaps of uh, 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 waste, 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 waste uh, you know, gathered in your community, mm -hmm. there are times that children go to those waste and, you know, they start picking things at random, you yeah. know, and you see a lot of pampas, you know, used parts and other things, you know, found in that particular environment. So if we don't get to educate them and sit them down as, as a family, as neighbors, and as a community, we'll, we'll be in for it. Because by the time the child is, is get infected with the cholera bacteria, it, 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 it harms them, you know. Their, 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 their level of, you know, immunity is not as, you know, depending on the age of the child. You, a child of like three, four, five years, you don't expect his or her immunity to be as as, as much as that person that is like 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And, and as well as the adults. So if you look at all these things we've been saying, even the COVID-19, if you are aged, you know that your immune system is a bit low. And if you get exposed to this cholera bacteria, it, it can harm you faster than, you know, it can harm somebody that is still in, in his youthful age or a youthful age because you, you tend to have you are still strong and your immune system is intact so we should watch out for our children create good rapport between us and them let them complain to us and tell them us how they feel and if there's anything wrong with them whatsoever it is they should open up they shouldn't hide it because if it gets to the severe stage of you know somebody having muscles cram and, and 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 going into shock you know if you present to the hostel it's 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 it, it even set the whole hostel you know at at, at, at you know you, you, everybody attention will will not be the same because you're trying to save a life because a person is almost you know yeah. uh, passing on and you know so all these things we should be able to trace what is wrong with the children talk to them they should complain to us whatever they feel and so that we'll be in, in in tandem with each other at home okay so but for those who are able to get first aid when i mean first aid that like they were uh, they got treatment immediately the symptoms surfaced how is their chances of survival very high okay you know as we talked of you start from the home as you're passing loose stool and vomiting oral rehydration salt. If you don't have the the one that you do buy in the the the, the chemist or in the pharmacy or in the hostel, mm -hmm. you can start you know put small salt and take it. Mm -hmm. You know there are times you, you you do some kind of therapy at home, salt, sugar. You know you mix it with water and you take it. You tend to 
you know, hydrate yourself before you even reach the hospital. You know, so so it, it it's important. And and if you are in the hospital, of course, intravenous fluids to rehydrate you will be there. The antibiotics will be there because the bacterial infection and zinc supplement. Sometimes it's advisable that, uh, you know, medications like uh, uh, Flagyl or Metronidazole and the zinc tablets and the, the ORT, if you, cannot, if you cannot buy and keep, you get the point. Okay. Sometimes you, you know how to mix them. Okay, so let's pick this call. Hello? Hello? I think we lost that call. All right, so do, are there preventive measures or methods for preventing cholera? Do we have them? Yes. Wash your hands regularly. Okay. You get the point. Then drink only bottle or boiled water. All of us cannot afford the bottled bottle water, water because of the. Yeah. But we, no matter what, at least we can boil the water, whether with firewood, with our stuff, with our gas. Then avoid raw food. You know, uh, raw foods in the sense that you, 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 if you must eat raw foods, wash them properly. You get it, so that you don't just go and buy mango, you pluck mango on the tree in the tree, or Italy, or uh, banana, and whatever. At least make sure that you maintain a high level of, uh, you know, and, 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 and if you must do that. You get it. Whether you're on the street or just try and buy water to wash those fruits properly. Because sometimes when you ask the people selling it, they will tell you that I've washed it. But you've washed it, it's exposed. And you know, flies left, right and center landing on it, you know, this one will come and peep and go, peep and go. And you don't know whether the flies has picked a bacteria from someone that just passed through nearby. To, to, enough, to... I, know of a, I know of someone who has trees in his house and they produce fruits, of course. And whenever he wants to take his fruits, he doesn't wash it. He says the rain has washed it. It's, is that it's 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 a very weird kind of lifestyle because we discourage that okay. you know the fact that it's in your house you don't know where the flies that are coming in from other places uh, where where are they coming from you are not the only person in that particular community you don't even know whether somebody has thrown uh, uh, water has washed some some stools that has some bacteria or some infectious diseases close to your house and the flies can pick them and land on the fruits or does he try? Can he tell us that he has trapped all the flies that cannot reach the fruits in the house? So <laughs> well, it's, that's it's, his philosophy. It's, yeah, so okay. we, we, we discourage that. All right. So, um, as part of the prevention, I know there there's a, there are vaccines for measles, vaccines for polio, and the rest. What of cholera? Do we have any form of vaccines for? Cholera. Yeah, but it, it doesn't work very well compared to the ones you're saying. And most people have a slim chance of catching cholera if you, you, you maintain all this hygienic level that we're taking off. You get it. So there is no any proof. The vaccine that, 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 that is available is not as effective as the, the one you talk of, uh, you know, uh, all the killer diseases, and measles and other things. Yes. You get it. So the best thing is the preventive measures okay. should be observed. As a... Uh, uh, Mr. Mazi called to yes. complain about we need much time to sensitize our people. I know not everybody has can, can, can be listening to us here, but then mm. our social media on Facebook, on Instagram, or WhatsApp, if we can, instead of sending things that you know are not really helpful, we should uh, we, we should be sending messages that at least can help one or two persons and go down to the villages. Use the traditional rulers, use the pastors, the imams, you know, the traditional, you know, worshippers. Let, let, let the lead or the leaders of those particular or the gatekeepers in those but in every sector talk to their people about the need to maintain all the preventive measures we mentioned. You know, just 
make sure that you boil your water before you take them you wash your hands regularly if you must eat fruits wash them properly before you, you you eat them vegetables make sure you wash them with salt you know before you you, you you take them because there are people that eat vegetables raw you get it tomatoes and other things but you wash them before you take them so that you don't get contaminate eat fruits or whatever that is contaminated with the bacteria called cholera so with your position yes yes as a nurse and then some other mm. uh, key positions you mm. hold can you share with us any means of awareness do you have have you created any form of awareness on cholera and if you have what have you done yes uh, the means we've created compared to COVID-19 I cannot say we, our committee was saddled with a responsibility of the Plateau State Health Interprofessional COVID-19 Response Committee mm. which I happen to be the co-secretary mm. now we produce some leaflets we produce the treatment algorithm for COVID-19 okay. for health workers in every facility so we had some video clips of uh, proper use of face masks and other clips that we demonstrated how proper hand hygiene and other things and we've gone to a lot of media houses within JOS and you know to shed more light on all those things but for cholera we've apart from the media engagements that we do go out to speak to people and if we found ourselves in having presentations to a group of people in the community or even in the church you make use of the opportunity to get to advise them on you know all the preventive measures and how people should not take cholera for granted because Nobody is immune to it. You get it. So you don't 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 just expose yourself to doing things that can you know you can contract the the, the bacteria. So we sensitize people to do that. Mm, thank you so much, Noskizito. I think our time is gradually coming to an end. Do you have anything to tell my listener, my villagers? Make sure you wash your hands regularly, drink only bottle or you boil your water before you take them. And if you must eat fruits, you wash them properly before you, you eat them. And in your community, maintain high level of sanitation and high level of hygiene wherever you found yourself. Thank you so much. It's all about hygiene. Hygiene is very important. Hygiene, now waiting with the talk, clean your hand, clean your house, take good water, take good food. Stay safe. Now you go take care of yourself. Nobody go take a, take care for you. So thank you very much. It's been an interesting conversation, but unfortunately we have exhausted our time. However, I promise to be back next week, God willing, with another interesting package. I hope you have been enlightened, you have been educated, you have been better informed. The program has been Village Square. Brought to you by Tech and Peace Decks, supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. With much gratitude to all of you who made out time to call. Thank you so much, my guest, for coming. Thank you for making out time, too, from your busy schedule to come. Thank you, too. On behalf of the executive producer, Helen Philemon Hagai, the initiator, Kabiru Sabo, the producer, Rhett John Rhett, associate producer, Joseph Ojedeji, the entire production crew, the staff of Tech and Peace Desk. I am Gloria Parsing. Bye-bye and have a blessed day.